of course you would be the first one to be on. And and I wasn't even going to be. I just walked back into my room. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I know X-Jack is setting his stuff up right now, so I guess I can do the introduction. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digga Jones, and this is the Troublemakers Podcast in association with the Radical Jack Radical Jack Views Podcast. That'll be fixed in editing. I'm not really going to edit it out. And we are actually having a special podcast about relationships. And when X-Jack gets on, we will go ahead and discuss the matter. So as of right now, you introduce yourself, please. Oh, I don't ever know how to introduce myself other than I'm Shauna, that other guest that's going to be on here. How do you say what you, who you are? And what else am I supposed to say? That's it? That's all you got? Perfect. Yep. So I got. Well, most people plug where they where you can find them. You can find me on IG, Twitch, Twitter, all the good stuff, and it's Shauna Twenty Two. Okay, and most people, um, what else? What do they do? Mm-hmm. Shit, I got a brain fart right now. Exactly. So you don't even know what to say. No, 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 no. Normally, when I'm on somebody's podcast, I say, "Hey, look, my name is Digga Jones." You can find me at the Troublemakers Podcast at XYZ, also the Thug Professional Therapist Podcast, so on, so on, so on, so on, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. It's great. There we go. I knew X-Jack was going to take a long time. (laughs) And like I said, X-Jack is part of the reason why we're here. Okay. I want to go ahead and go into detail of the show, Mm -hmm. but... Like I said, we gotta wait on him. Wait. You said wait. I said right. He says coming. Okay. Do I say pause in that moment? Pause. No, it's not the... no you say pause. Okay, I do say pause. Yeah, you say pause. He says coming. Pause. <laughs> you already you you already didn't say it, so just kind of yeah. Listen. Mhm. I'm listening. I'm trying to do this properly, okay? All right, pause. Wait, no, that's not a pause moment, is it? <laughs> Which is not a pause moment. Wait, what you said? That's not a <laughs> No, it's not. Me and Tanya, we oh, yeah, it's just a thing that we we be doing nowadays. We don't know when we're supposed to say pause, so we just say pause after random stuff. Gotcha. Shout out to Tanya. Shout out to Tanya. That's my girl. That's T Pink's, right? Yeah. That's uh, TG. There he is. Hey. hey. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's here. Turn up one time for the one time. Radical Jizzak. I'm late, but I'm here and I'm back better than ever. Introduce yourself, please. Oh, you already know what it is, man. He who needs no introduction, Mr. Uh, Nemo Hose, aka Find a Nemo, your boy, your host of the most radical Jizak. <laughs> hey, all right, so we got to, like I said, this is a Troublemakers podcast in conjunction with Rattle Kojak's Views podcast, and we got a special topic, okay? So let me give you the backstory. So we all know IG, I follow porn stars, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So there was a porn star named Vicky Like Whoa, right? Mm-hmm. Who was getting abused by her boyfriend. 
for three years, right? So not only was she getting abused, he was taking her money. He bought his mom a car. Like, he put on his house. He was taking advantage of her financially, mentally, physically. Any way that you can take advantage of somebody, that's what he was doing. So that leads to these questions. When dating, have you ever been taken advantage of because of your thirst for love? How did it turn out? How did it affect you? What was lost other than time? How does it affect your relationships now? Today, how do you view it? That's relationships, that is. How do you review yourself now as opposed to then? So we're going to start off with the first thing. When, um, when dating, have you ever been taken advantage of because of your thirst for love? Ladies first, we're going to go with Shauna. Oh, geez, put me on the spot. Um, you should have known that. I, I should have. I should have. I think maybe in my younger years, yeah, when I was younger. I don't think, like, any time nowadays. I think I've grown so much, like, from all of the hurt that I've gone through, my younger relationships, that I, I don't allow myself to have that thirst for love. So I would say yes in my younger years. Probably my youngest daughter's dad. Okay. So, X-Jack, do I need to repeat the question or you got it? No, I got it. Of course, I've been taking advantage of uh, when I got married. You know, I was in that relationship for five years. I was only married for three months. So, Wait, really? Yeah. Every time I talk to X-Jack, I find out something new about him. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's crazy. You know, uh, I was I was definitely in love, you know what I mean? And uh, I thought everything was perfect, you know, and then I found out, uh, I guess the last two years, maybe one and a half, she was just cheating on me the whole time, you know? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. I, I guess I can participate in this. Have I ever been taken advantage of because of my thirst for love? No, but I can admit that I have taken advantage of a situation. Mm. You know, they, like, how can I word this without making me sound like a narcissist? My whole thing was, if you're going to go ahead and do, I will go ahead and take. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So the next so, question is, how did it turn out for y'all? Like, Shauna, you said that, you know, it helped you grow after your youngest child's father, right? Right. So how did it turn out for you? Well, I mean, I'm a lot stronger. I know signs of things that I didn't know back then. I took, like, many years to fix myself so that when I were to ever get into another relationship that I didn't bring that trauma or that hurt from somebody else onto someone that didn't do that to me. So I think I grew as just an individual, but I grew like as someone that could be in a relationship. I want to see a healthy relationship and it not affect my current one or the, or any of them after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it definitely destroyed me. Yeah. It took me, bad it was it was pretty bad i went to a pretty downward spiral i was drinking every day um 
and I don't mean like, you know, people be like, oh, drinking every, no, I was, I woke up. The first thing I would do is I would take two shots of 1800 and then I would pop two Tylenol threes. That was my morning ritual every day. That's how I got my day started. It was ex Jack and Coke. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, shit, I ain't doing no Coke, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 I'm saying Jack and Coke. Oh, Jack and Coke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fact. No, these are just straight up shots, though. I ain't even, I ain't even mix them. I just woke up. I had a big ass bottle of tequila, like a big ass bottle. And then, um, you know, it's funny. Back then, it was only like fifty-five dollars. Now, if you got that bottle, it'd probably be like eight. But um, you went straight to the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most, most people say most people say I go with gin or vodka, but you just said tequila. Nah, nah. Two shots tequila, two Tylenol threes, and then at like at like eight in the morning. Yeah, eight thirty nine. Yeah, I've never been a late sleeper. I don't I don't do the whole sleeping in thing. So yeah, God. and then uh, you know, saying like it's funny because I would do that, but I was healthy. You know what I mean? Like I never. Right. I would always work out. You know what I mean? But like me, I would just take those pills to feel that little high and then I'll be, you know, I have a little alcohol in my system, so it's like, all right, cool, like I'm mellowed out. And then I would just go and talk to women. You know, I'd meet oh, girls man. here and there and, you know what I'm saying, I was like, well, I missed out, so I felt like I needed to catch up on, because I never cheated, you know what I'm right. saying? That whole relationship, I never cheated. You know what's funny? Well, Is it bad that you've never physically cheated, but you went on like dates with people i mean some people that's still essentially cheating in one way or form. yeah some people would say no i would say that's still cheating okay is if you would not like your partner to do it and you do it then you're cheating right you know i guess i guess i'm the asshole in the past damn (laughs) yeah because you know what i'm saying like some people be like well i don't think cheating is this and that but just like yeah it doesn't have to be physical attention you can be definitely emotional you can be texting a girl and getting that you know the emotional part from her that you don't get from your girlfriend or wife that's still cheating you're still doing that let me ask you a question then what if you ask the significant other hey let's do this let's do that and it's always no what depends on what you're asking though like let's go out to eat let's go somewhere let's do something so on and so on and it's, let's go to my parents house and it's always no then i think at that point you need to sit down and have an adult conversation with said person and be like this isn't how it should be i want to enjoy more time with you outside of our house let's do this this and that and if you can't work it out then you obviously need to reevaluate your relationship before you bring somebody else into your life Right, and the thing how is, does turn into a, how does turn into a <laughs> dig a therapy session? No, no, communication really is key, and communication is why it's not nothing else, not nothing. Okay, so you know, playing devil's advocate with the subject that we're on, what if you communicated this with your partner and you still find a way to get taken advantage of because they're playing off your vulnerability? Well, then at that point, you have to be an adult for yourself and make the choice to walk away from a situation you know is not healthy. Mm. Jack. Mm. Don't ask me to repeat what I said because I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Shauna remembers. (laughs) 
Nah, um, I, I I did not hear what you said. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. My daughter just walked in here, and I got kind of pissed off because I thought that we would be able to hear the TV because like she's just loud as hell back there. Gotcha. So I didn't hear what you said, but I did get mad just a second ago, so I had to actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my mic and everything. I was mad. Donna, what did I say? Uh, <laughs> oh, I got it. What if you communicated your thoughts with your partner and nothing was, you know, that, is, is that it? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you communicated yeah. what you thought or what you wanted and your partner still doesn't. No, they took advantage of you and your vulnerability. There we go. Yeah, you got to go. Right. And I know that's a, that's a hard thing to do because... You don't want to be alone. I don't care what anybody says. No person is happy alone. Everybody can say that, but nobody wants to come home and there's nobody there for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we go out with our friends and all that shit, but you want to come home to somebody. But if you're in a relationship and they're not for you, walk away. The same way you found them is the same way you can find somebody else. It's never worth it. It's never worth it to torture yourself staying with somebody because of your fear of being alone. It's just better to go off and just see what else is out there because this person ain't it. That's what you do know for sure. You might not know who else you're going to talk to, but that person's not it. So you just, I think you should act on those emotions, especially if you don't have any children, you're not married, and it's just Mm -hmm. a relationship. Leave before it turns into something that you cannot just walk away from. Okay, so now let's get off subject, and this is about me again. So in this said relationship they weren't giving up no coochie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. None. So it was always what are you supposed to do in that situation? Because you can't go out and cheat because that's immoral. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting anything at the house. But are you satisfied in other aspects of the relationship? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, You're satisfied but you're backed up. I'd say, honestly, man, it could be an age factor, too. You got to remember, as we get older, our bodies are different. You know what I mean? And women, they go through stuff as they get older. So sometimes she might not be in the mood because her body might be going through some shit that we don't even deal with. But if you express it, I think y'all could go to therapy or you can you know, try some natural remedies, you know what I'm saying? Horny goat weed, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. No, mind, mind you, this is years ago. This isn't now. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, but I'll just say, you know, in general, I mean, I think I personally feel like if you're not having sex, then the relationship probably started dying a little while before that. Right. Before it got to the, okay, now we're not even having sex. Because, you know, most people, they're, if they're toxic or they're in a bad situation, they'll still fuck. <laughs> like that'll be the one thing that keeps them from going because it's like well at least this is good but if you're not even doing that ooh, I don't know it's, 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 it's definitely evaluation time to see what's going on got you got you got you now in a situation like this what was lost other than time me myself but you there's a lot of stuff that you can't get back. There's a lot, like time, obviously time, definitely time. But like, there's a lot of like, uh, you know, like your mental, your emotions, like you wasted a lot of your energy on somebody that just wasn't the person. Like, like I, I'd say me, like I lost me. 
Got you, got you, got you. Thanks, Jack. I'd say the same thing. I'd say uh, you definitely lose yourself. You lose time and you can't get that back. Mm-hmm. So with time, I mean, I think I think that's the biggest part that you lose. I don't think anything's more important than that. Got you, got you, got you. I think one of the biggest things that you can actually lose other than time is your relationship with other people. Mm. So you spend so much time building up this one person while you're trying to build up yourself. You're losing time with sometimes your children. You're losing time with, you know, your parents, somebody that could have been there. The time I'm cuddled up in a house and you really don't want me there. I could have been at the bar with you watching an Eagles game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, big old facts. Building relationships that are actually worth it as opposed to building a, trying to build a relationship that's already dead. Most people find themselves watering dead plants. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Now, how does this affect the way you... Um, how does this affect your relationships now? I well, I think in a, it, it affects them in a positive way because it it taught me not to ever put myself in that kind of a situation. It taught me to grow like grow as an individual, but as an individual that is walking into another relationship as like a happy whole person that isn't going to allow something like that to ever like affect me again you know what I mean like I learned from it and I'm not gonna go back and make the same mistakes in a new relationship that I could possibly be in like I think I think that's how it helped me nobody puts a baby in the corner big facts thanks <laughs> Jack ah man I think that I think that everything changes you for the worse, honestly. Like, yeah, I feel like if you learn from it, that's cool. But, like, I think it messes up everything. Because when you fall in love the first time, you're just kind of giddy and happy and hope that this lasts forever and it never goes anywhere. And then you get fucked over and it's like, shit. Then you recover from it, right? And then you're like, okay, I'm going to be open for the next person. But in all actuality, you're still a little jaded. And you don't want to go into any relationship being like that. But it's like your trust issues it's like okay i get it some people would they definitely could walk by and be like you know what this person fucked me over and i'm gonna go to the new relationship and be good but i know for me personally like they're just i just you know it's hard it's hard for me to sit up here and just one thousand percent trust you not to just drop me off a cliff i think that's any new relationship though no one goes into a new relationship with complete 100 percent trust like people have to earn that but you also can't go into a relationship with not trusting somebody because somebody fucked you over and you know beforehand. Like you have to give someone a chance to earn your trust, and if you're not open to letting them earn your trust, then why even have a relationship? That is true. That is that I I 100% agree. If you're Hold not going to be open to letting somebody get you there, then yeah, you're definitely wasting your time. And that was something that I wasn't willing to do. Right now, I'm good. But at the time, yeah, I was yeah, not, not willing to do that at all. I didn't trust anybody. And I get that. Like, what it did for me was I've always gained a hard exterior. Because for anybody who knows me, I love hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always 
well, what do you need me to do? How can I help you? So on and so on. I'm a serviceman. But the moment you turn me cold, I become an asshole. And that's one of my biggest flaws. It's just like, okay, cool. You're not reactive towards me. So I'm going to get this hard exterior to basically help myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. No, it definitely makes sense. Damn, we breathe and breathe questions faster than I thought. So this is the last question. I mean, when you have like-minded individuals, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. easy to kind of flow, you know what I mean? It's not like anybody's like, ah, fuck that! Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a 30-minute show. So the last question is, how do you review yourself now as opposed to then? As far as what? Mm-hmm. How do you review yourself in relationships or oh. going into relationships? I don't, I'd say stronger, but I'm still just as vulnerable as if I were like in that other relationship. You have to be vulnerable with the person that you're trying to build with. Like, not everyone is going to fuck you over. So, I mean, I. I'm stronger, definitely, but I'm still going to be just as vulnerable as I was in that other relationship. I'm just a lot smarter than I was, you know, now than I was then. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I I 100% agree with that. You know, I would say now, if this relationship that I'm in now, like if me and Ariel were to split, yeah, I would be broken. You know what I'm saying? Because like, for one, it's not just us being together, but, you know, we have a family. So it's like even... It's even more, you know, because now it's kids involved and all this other stuff. But as far as like trust and all that stuff, I don't, I don't give a damn if she stays out till three in the morning. Like I'm never gonna be like, well, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I actually do trust her. You know what I mean? If she says whatever, I'm like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, I think it's healthier if you have the trust. It's like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna cloud my judgment and be like, oh well, she could be doing this. No. If you don't have proof of it, you don't see it, then why even worry about it? What's done in the dark will one hundred percent come to you. Deal with it then. You know what I mean? Like and you know, so I think that's you know, you can that's a little bit of you know, you're being a little naive with that, but I think that's healthier. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what they're doing. What they're doing. It's like, well, what, what the fuck? You're pondering on imagination. There's no concrete evidence here, but you want to make believe. You know, it's it's a waste of time. So let me ask you a question. The first time you and Ariel split, how did you feel? The very first time. Wait, how many Wait. times did y'all split? I just know of one. Nah. So the first time we broke up, it was uh like right after we had Journey. That was like 2018, right? And at that I remember. Time, yeah, that's the one I remember. I was happy. Because I was like, we fight all the time. It's not worth it. We're together for the baby. We don't really like each other. It was just a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, fuck this. In all actuality, we just need to work on ourselves. Like We were just immature people, both broken, coming to a relationship, trying to make it work. Then the second time we broke up, I was legitimately sad. Because I was just like, nah, like this isn't where it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like I was sad. But at that point, I didn't go out. I didn't go out and try to find vices and all that kind of I really, really just went out and worked on me. I went to therapy, you know what I'm saying? When I had my daughter, that helped me too because it was just me and her time. And at this time, she's four or five. So it's like now we can talk and all this other stuff. So it's not just 
me having a baby with me. It's having another person that actually has a perspective. So we're having fun and all this other stuff. But then when she leaves, it's like, dang, like, you know, I miss you just miss the family. You just miss right. the family bond. Just hearing her, you know, like, when 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 are you coming home? You know, and it's like, damn, like, now we here. You know what I mean? So, um, she was working on herself, and then we had the mature conversation. I remember on. I want to say it was Father's Day. I came over here and I was just crying because I was just telling her, like, you know, I'm sorry for being a piece of shit in my ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care what you did. We both have flaws and we both have faults. But at the end of the day, I'm apologizing because as a man, I should have been able to deal with a lot more stuff in a positive way versus just lashing back or attacking you like you're a man you know what i'm saying like one thing i learned is you don't argue with a woman like she's a dude like it's a waste of time the screaming match gotcha. goes to screaming and then what what are you gonna do beat her up like let's be that's honest. my biggest that's like, my biggest problem you're gonna do you cannot beat her up it's a waste of time there is no real competition here mm-hmm. so that's my biggest but you know that's my biggest problem is i'm too nonchalant yeah like, if <laughs> hey, you know what? It's funny because, like, women will say they like that, but then when they see it, they're like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> Give me no, some. I am, I am too nonchalant. Like, if you want to go, I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it, cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you want to stay, I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it, cool. Like, right. I makes really, it seem like you don't give a shit. I really show no emotions. Like, it's one of my biggest flaws ever. Because here's the thing, before I was nonchalant, I was, what you were saying, yelling, talking to the woman like a dude, you know, like, you know, listen to me, blah, 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 so on and so on. And I found myself doing what I call Dino yapping. Y'all remember the Flintstones? Remember how Dino talked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just doing nothing but Dino yapping. So, like, now I'm just, like, very nonchalant. Like, if you want to go, go. If you want to stay, stay. And I need to work on that. Yeah, because I was going to say, what I think you should do is the nonchalant is good in a heated moment. That's the best time to be nonchalant because at that point, you know, somebody has to be the person that comes down. Can't mm-hmm. be both two on ten. Somebody has to come down. Otherwise, there's no solution. So that nonchalant mode, that's when it's time to be a man. It's like, all right, she mad. I'm not going to argue with her because you're not going to win. You can't win a verbal battle with a woman. It's just not happening. No matter what you say, you ain't winning. So just shut the fuck up, let it go. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Let's both cool down. So, so but but when she leaves, or if the if it's getting to a place where oh I gotta go, or I don't think this is gonna work, that's not the time to be nonchalant. That's when you say hold up, hold up, hold up. Like now we're jumping the gun. I do care. I don't want this to happen. You know what I mean? Like okay, like we're having a fight. That's cool. But like we talking about walking away what are we doing like well let's know let's reel this back and let's see what's really going on you know Got what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah. so like shauna how did your last relationship end my last last relationship yeah the last of last like were um, you because like i xx check were you sad when your last relationship ended no no i wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't a very long relationship. It was like a eight month relationship. And for anyone that doesn't know, I have teenage girls. So my kids always come first before anything. And they weren't uh, with me when me and him first started dating. So I had a lot of extra free time. I mean, I worked, but I still got to see him a lot. And then when my kids came, 
and they were there. I spent most of my time with my kids. So he felt As that I, yeah. So he felt like I put him on the back burner, um, which was not the case. Just any parent, any mother, father, whatever, their child or children will always come first. So my, you know, I, I just, I can't be with someone that feels that my children are a competition and, and that's how he felt. Granted, he doesn't have children, so he didn't, like, he doesn't understand that feeling, I guess you can say. So it's a little bit different. So, like, when we split, it was just, um, I'm sure he felt very sad. He wanted the conversation to be completely different than what it was. But me being the adult, like, I wished him well. I wished him, you know, like, we could be friends. But unfortunately, like, there was things that were said that just doesn't allow me to be with you anymore. And, and my kids will always be first above, they're first above me. So they would always be first above anybody else in my life. And yeah. he just could understand that. So it, it, I wasn't sad. I, I was more of like, yeah, I no. guess the adult <laughs> in the situation was just like, we got to walk away from each other because this just isn't going to work out. Gotcha. That, I mean, like you said, as being an adult, you set your boundary, you pass my boundary. Yeah, exactly. But I will ask you this. Um, since you have kids, do you look for a man do without kids? Or or do you prefer, let me not say look for, but do you prefer a man with no children? Or would you prefer a man with children so he understands? Um, not, and not just for, so I prefer a man with children. Not for him to just understand, like, the whole, like, parent thing. But because I don't want any more children. And I'm not out here, like, dating to, uh, like, um, just date and, like, you know, go through, like, my whole phase and whatever, you know. Like, I'm out here to date to find my forever person. So I don't, I don't want to be with anyone that doesn't have kids because, you know, may, they may not, they may say right now that they don't want children like ever, but then their mind can change, you know, like a few years down the line. Right. And I, I don't want children. I make that a point. Like, I don't want any more children. I make that like known, like from day one, because I don't ever want to take that option away from somebody. And I don't want to put someone in a situation where like, you know, a year down the line, we're madly in love, but now we have to walk away from each other because they want children and I don't. And and that's not something that I can budge on because like I have an almost 18 year old and an almost 15 year old. Like I would be like in my mind, the way that I think I would be so silly to start over. No, big fan. So like, I don't want anymore, you know, (laughs) I laugh at my parents about that. Yeah. It's just not something that I want to do. So like, I always look for someone that has kids that don't want any more kids. Like I'm okay with being a bonus parent or like a bonus mom and having bonus children. Like I would never like take that role as their other parent, but like, I'm okay with that. Like if they're okay with that and they're in like a healthy, like relationship with their, uh, the, you know, the, parent of their children like then I'm good with that but like I just don't want anymore so I want a person that has kids that understands that hey she don't want no more kids I don't want no more kids so it's kind of like perfect right I like that I like that uh I like the bonus parent you know it sounds it sounds a lot cooler than step parent that's pretty dope I yeah I'm gonna steal yeah. that <laughs> I've been saying that for years though and oh. you know who I got you know who I got that from Will Smith oh word Seriously. Hey, I love Will Smith. Will Smith used to say bonus dad all the time. Yeah. Oh, damn. But, uh, it's better. It sounds better. It's, yeah, it does. Um, it, doesn't, it, sounds, it sounds happier. Yeah. 
stepdad. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, nah, I, I agree with her as far as the uh, starting over thing. You know, my parents, well, my my dad and my stepmom, they had a they had me right. I'm 32. My little sister is 25. My little brother is 24 now. Oh, well, at the time he was like 20, 21. Y'all make me seem so fucking old. Yeah, but then we got my little sister. She's 11. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm 32, she's 11. So I'm like, yeah, you see how big that gap is? That's insane. Yeah. Like, Y'all Do you know how old I am? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying for them, like. Yeah, I can't imagine 32. being 41 years old having a little year old. Then Did you say I was 42? No, 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 I'm saying them. They got a 32 year old, and then their quote unquote youngest would have been 24 right now, and now they got an 11 year old they got to deal with. It's like ah, ah, no. She ain't got to work for the social security. <laughs> she gets treated like the grandkids. It's annoying us. We complain that's about. What that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, she man, that girl. She get to talk back. She get to do all kinds of crazy stuff. It's wild. Like, what the hell? Back in my day, we would have got backhanded. Ah, big facts. We used to get getting doors taken off and all this other stuff. Heard. I don't want to do it. Well, we just not dealing with that today. What? <laughs> we'll discuss it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> They're too old to deal with it now. That nah, shit is crazy. Like that's but, all right. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digger Jones. I want to thank my correspondents, Radical Jack and Shauna. We are going to do closing statements in order of speech. Shana, that means it's your time, Shana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I forgot how you guys do your closing statements. Jesus. I never come prepared. I'm always first, but I never come prepared. Give people your socials. You know, My socials. Oh. I did that at the beginning. <laughs> we did that in the beginning, but my socials are Shauna22 all over. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the good stuff. If you like gaming content, that's what I mainly post on TikTok, but whatever. And I just have to tell people, just stay true to yourself and go into any relationship open-minded. Hey. Uh, Closing statements. Uh, Radical Jack's views on all streaming platforms. All of them. Uh, Facebook. Radical Jack. Actually, it's Xavier Jackson, but yeah, whatever. Radical Jack movies on Facebook as well. Uh, Instagram, I don't even remember. Radical Jack's views on one of them. The other one, I think, is like That Man X or something. That Man X, yeah. I'm about to say, you know, I don't really be on the socials heavy like that, but I pop in. I post a lot of content randomly on Facebook. Facebook is where I'm really crazy. But that's true. my uh, My closing statement is stay together because you want to be together never stay together for the kids it seems hard for those kids here and see everything you cannot right. hide from the door they will grow up they will see that and it will fuck them up so right mom are not happy please split for the kids <laughs> they would yeah, rather see you guys be friends instead of wondering why they were enemies behind the doors and thought we didn't see it gotcha 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 uh, my closing statement, of course, thank you for the correspondence tonight. Um, y'all did great. If you know anybody going through a hard time, it only takes three seconds to... I hear an echo somewhere. No, there's okay. no echo. 
maybe it's just me. But if you know anybody going through a hard time, it only takes three seconds to ask somebody if you're good. Those three seconds can go a long way. My real closing statement is please do not end up like Brian McKnight. Hey, yo. We just, we just harp on that for about three minutes, yo. Like, what? Yes, we can. What? Yes, we can. <laughs> yo. I don't know if I should be upset with this man or be like, I don't care because at the end of the day, he's just a character who sings. We don't know shit about him. Yeah, but we do. Damn. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> okay, so do you want me to explain the situation? No, I understand the situation. He has a bunch of kids a previous life, and then he got a new lady and was like, yeah, delete that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so hey, Shana, we're going to retcon my life. No, I don't know the situation. Let, let me give the 30-second explanation. Brian McKnight is the father of seven. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he has four kids from a previous marriage. He took in a bonus child. And he has two children with his current wife. So Brian McKnight, if you look on his social media, will acknowledge the kids he has with his current wife. But his other four children are up in the wind. So he acknowledges them. And what pissed people off is when his bonus child turned, what was it, 18, he bought her a car and said, you're the one who made me a girl dad. Well, he has a child named Brianna McKnight. That's from his previous marriage so in hindsight Brianna made him a girl dad initially but he said that his wife's child made him a girl dad he does not acknowledge his other four children the only children he acknowledges are the you know ones with the wife he had the audacity to have one of his four children original four children named Brian Jr so when he and his wife had a child what did he name his son Brian Jr. Brian Jr. (laughs) (laughs) So now you have two Brian McKnight Juniors out there. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So go ahead, X-Shack. Yeah, I just just can't understand it, bro. Like, social media is a doozy. Social media is a doozy. Like, you did not have to put that. But here's the thing, though. You know what actually made it worse? When he tried to explain the situation. Mm. When he tried to explain the situation, he was just like, well, those kids over there. Blah, blah, blah. He did not say my children. It also also makes you wonder, though. Like, is he being Kanye right now? You know what I mean? Like, is he just trying to boost Brian Midnight's name? Because he's got a contra coming up. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, all publicity is good publicity. I think he has a tour coming out in June. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, he's doing all this goofy stuff because maybe he's just trying to push the tickets, you know? I mean, at this point, it's just hard to see if anybody's being genuine or if they're just doing it because my brand. Would like, you want to see Brian McKnight after he said that about his other kids? I'm no. Be honest okay, with then. You. I wouldn't want to see Brian McKnight in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never liked that nigga, man. You didn't like the back at one Brian McKnight? I ain't never like that did, nigga. Did I ever cross your mind? R. Kelly, Joe, Genuine. I don't need Brian McKnight. That's true. Maxwell. I don't need Brian McKnight. You know what I'm saying? He's just there. Cause one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, we good. Wow. Wow. 
I'm gonna be honest. Hey, I, <laughs> I've never liked that man. Anytime was my shit though. It's a nice, yeah, it's a nice song. There you I go. Got I got a vaunt. I don't, I don't need oh, yeah. him. But, <laughs> but honestly, it's funny because all the people you name are people I would buy tickets for before I see Brian McKnight. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's that's just being real. And honestly, I would rather see George Benson than Brian McKnight. <laughs> I, I would dig up Al Jarreau right now. <laughs> I'm being completely honest. Like, really think about Brian McKnight, bro. You'd rather see everybody instead of him. I'd rather go to a Bobby Brown concert than Brian McKnight. Don't say that. I'm dead ass serious, too. Like, I'd rather every little step I take. Hey, let's get it. You would rather hear Mr. Telephone Man before back at one? One thou wow. So let let me ask you a question. Would you go to the North Carolina prison to see R. Kelly perform before you see Brian McKnight? Yep. I'm zooming that instead (laughs) of driving to the arena to watch Brian McKnight. (laughs) If Brian McKnight was to come to your job tomorrow and say, hey, I'm going to give a free concert out, what are you doing? Nah. nah. I'm going to ask him, are you singing more than any time in Back at One? Because I don't know anything else. Both of you are sitting in the break room. <laughs> I don't know anything else, and I'm. Tr- I was really trying Hold to sit on. here like, there's got to be three songs, and I'm like, you know, like think too. of is, do I ever cross your mind? And what you're like a dream of truth. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think of a third. No, nah, no, nah, like, like, like think of give me a third song. <laughs> hold on, because you know I'm a music connoisseur. <laughs> give me a third song. It's sad because I'm going to his Wikipedia page now. <laughs> like, this is, this is so be sad. like Brian and I can sing. Well, give me three songs. This I can so give sad. you three Donnell Jones songs. I can give you three Drew Hill and Cisco by himself songs. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. JC and JoJo, Jodeci, like Brian McKnight is not him. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm on his wiki page right now, and even his Wikipedia page is just like, nah, nigga. I'm on his Apple Music right now. I'm clicking. Same. Same. And I'm looking back at one anytime. Back That's at the one. The only one that like pops up constantly, like in his top songs. Look at this. Let it snow. But yep. Boys and Men featuring Brian and Knight. It doesn't because that's the that's the one you know, that's, that's Boys and Men. I mean that's Boys and Men. Song. What is this? The only one for me. Oh, that was what that was like. What is that? Oh, that okay. I, I do know that one. Yeah. I, I, I do know okay. that. Okay. Okay. We got. Oh, and one last cry. Is that a is that a good one? It, that's a dope song, but that came out like when I was um, what's it called? In like middle school, and you just want to listen to your hip hop. <laughs> Are you playing it? This nigga. Oh, okay, okay. So Brian and I has four good songs. Okay, I would not disrespect him. You got four, my guy. You got four. Okay. All this other shit, I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> Shauna, I'm about to put him in a gridlock. Check this out. Mm-hmm. He has four. How many does R. Kelly have? And you know I'm not a big R. Kelly fan. Christ. Wow. 
I have exactly four hours and 39 minutes of R. Kelly in one playlist. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many does Genuine have? Shit, I can do just 100% Genuine and be good. But he got he got The Bachelor. He's got the uh, The Differences album. <laughs> do you know the name of that album? Is it Differences? I don't know. It's The Senior. Oh, okay. So he's got the bachelor, one hundred percent, the senior, and then whatever the fuck came after that, and then he came out with his little Renaissance tour where he, if I can do back when he was playing basketball in the videos, that shit was funny. Okay, how many? How many does Joe have? Joe and Brian McKnight might be kind of on the same, but I'd rather hear Stutter. I'd rather hear. Uh, I want to know. I want to know the other one. <laughs> Whatever that is. Uh, I have no idea what I do them for you. Oh, that all one. the things your man won't do. That that one. That's better songs, than every Friday night song. Songs I had no business singing when I was younger. Yeah, big old facts. I actually heard that I, on, a, what's that, Don't Be a Menace, when he was sucking on the toes and it was... Yeah. He put like, the hot sauce on there. It was popping. I never understood the line, take me to the subway, I'll go down, until I got older. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I mean, I, hey, I was in the back seat singing, give it to me. Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. And I was oh, in fourth gosh. grade, and my mama said, what is he talking about? And I said, sex, I suppose, but I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> This is the longest closing statement ever. <laughs> In the history of the six years we do it on podcast. Nah, because because we gotta we gotta we gotta put respect on certain people's names, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Donnell Jones is better than Brian B. Knight. You know, but, like people don't can be you name up. can you name four Donnell Jones songs? Ah, one hundred percent. Can you name me four case songs? Okay, now case hey, he he case might not have he ain't got a case for me. No, case is my dude. Let me see. He's got the happily ever after song. Faded oh, faded pictures. Touch me, tease me. Not oh, is that him? Yeah. Okay. Not your friend. I don't know what that is. What? Oh, wait. What about missing you? That's him, too. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah yeah! He's yeah, Brian, you're out of there. Yeah, take your half kids and <laughs> half kids. <laughs> yeah, he's out of there. Brian and I got four whole songs, and he's been clinging to our hearts ever since. Last time I saw that nigga matter was on Sister Sister when he was singing for T and Tamara. Yo, do you know Brian McKnight has sixteen albums? That nigga is not okay. friends. <laughs> This dude has 16 albums. Jesus. But the last album I remember from him was Superhero. Yeah, exactly. So, And that had Love of My Life on it. So you said he has a tour in June, right? Yes, he does. So we now know why you made me a girl, Dad. I need these tickets to pop because four songs has been holding my whole career. You know? <laughs> It ain't like Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, she ain't got to do nothing but pop out in December. She like the Wicked Witch of the South. 
she disappears. <laughs> I got hits, but these niggas don't care. Ah, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It's me. It's me. <laughs> like, and we here for it. I never complain. I love Mariah Carey on Christmas. I'm here Yo, for it. Do you know um, Brian McKnight has 16 Grammy Award nominations with zero wins? Yeah, because yeah. four times four is 16. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> they said, hey, look, come with another one, man. <laughs> Give him five. But, but do you know who the most um, nominated Grammy Recipient um, recipient is without a win. Uh, is it Jay Z? Uh, no, Jay Z is, is, is a rapper. Is it a rapper? It is a rapper. Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Okay, yeah. I yeah, know I my think, music, y'all. I think Snoop has what is it? Twenty two grand. Um, twenty two nominees. It's fucked up. Doggy's done today. Something without one win. Oh no no no! He has seventeen. I'm sorry. But I know looking at lot that he's never won though, and it sucks mm-hmm. because he definitely deserved it at least for one of those first two albums. Like he didn't get a Grammy for "Beautiful." Yeah, that's like the hottest song of 2003 or four, whichever year. 2004. That shit had everybody in a chokehold, and I know if it had me in a chokehold, I know y'all was outside in a chokehold with that song. <laughs> Wait, Chana, how old are you? 32. Uh, oh. Um, I'm like 45. Yeah, y'all was outside in the chokehold with beautiful. You are a damn liar. <laughs> he, he believed it, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Listen, I've known Shauna for 10 years. <laughs> yes, yes, you have. Since I was a wee little young early 20s. Oh no! I was about to say, don't put me in that R. Kelly category. Nah, I thought she was gonna say <laughs> I was thirty-five because you know she was saying ten years ago, and she just said she was forty-five. So no, oh, I'm, I'm thirty-four. Oh, okay. okay. Either way, thought- thirty-two. That song still had you in a chokehold. So I know the people that was outside. It had them in a chokehold too. <laughs> had them in a chokehold since um, Andre Iguodala's first year. Who would have thought that he would have won a like a multiple champion? That's crazy. Who would have thought he would have been a finals MVP? Yeah, that's true. The wrong AI. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this was the longest closing statement ever on this show. Hey, man, closing, almost 20 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Red and Two Gun, though. Big old facts. So, uh, hey, they got you. Are we done? Yeah, done? We, we can be done. I just want to let you know one thing. What's that? I'm missing you. <laughs> I, I, I just want to let y'all know one thing. Do I ever cross your mind? <laughs> hey, hey, straight up, <laughs> for the rest of y'all's lives, I hope y'all remember four times four is 16, and that's how many times he lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <clears throat> but ladies and gentlemen, God bless and good night. Bye.